Otakuno Podcast, episode 28 for Monday, December 5th, 2011, Pacific Media Expo 2011 Review. Well, hey, everybody, we are back from PMX. Actually, we've been back uh, for quite a while now. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, got a lot of photos and videos. Although, unfortunately, one of our cameras failed to record audio all weekend. But we still got quite a bit of cool footage and photos, um, which some of which have started to go up on the Otakuno Podcast YouTube channel, and more videos and photos will be going up over the month, uh, over the next few weeks. So keep an eye on the website. Unfortunately, we came home from PMX with something else—a nasty case of con plague, which explains the delay in getting this episode out as well as going through our videos and photos. So, apologies for that. Um, believe it or not, I still have the last lingering touches of con plague—the uh, cough of doom—but at least the really nasty stuff is all gone. Before we get into things, I have a couple of announcements. I recently released uh, version 2.1 of the Otakuno Podcast app. This release is mostly bug fixes, but there are some performance improvements and a couple of new features as well. Um, Improved loading times, better notification support, uh, faster scrolling in the tweets tab, and a more useful con calendar. You can now tap on events and get detailed information about them, including location and uh, website. So check it out. The app is still free, and it's in the uh, iTunes App Store. I also released another app recently that, although it's not strictly podcast-related, you still might be interested in. It's called SongTweeter, and it it lets you share whatever music or podcast or audiobook or whatever you're listening to on Twitter. It's also free, and it's in the iTunes App Store. Well, we're definitely in the holiday season. Um, Things are getting crazy, getting down the wire. Um, And, of course, that means a lot of people are now thinking about what sort of gifts and presents and stuff they need to get for their friends and family. Of course, you could hop in the car and go to the nearest mega mall and fight for parking spaces and uh, battle the other crowds of crazy shoppers and, and stuff. But why? Why go through all that trouble when you can just as easily order stuff from the comfort of your own home? And naturally, Otakuno Podcast is here to help with that. As you probably know, we have many affiliate links. Um, chief among those is Amazon, who sells pretty much everything. We've also got affiliate arrangements with Right Stuff, uh, Crunchyroll, CD Japan, and of course, JList. Now remember, when you buy stuff through our affiliate links, you do not pay anything extra. You'll get the same price you would have gotten if you hadn't gone through the Otakuno Podcast website. But we get a small percentage of your order, which of course helps keep the lights on and keep the website running and keep the podcast going. And of course is greatly appreciated. This also means that once again, the 12 days of Christmasu will return. Every day, starting December 14th and going on through Christmas Day, the 25th, I'll be picking a random product of interest to otaku, anime fans, Japanophiles, whatever, and we'll be featuring it on our Twitter and our Facebook. So keep an eye on those for the 12 Days of Christmasu. Finally, we need you, our listeners, to take our listener survey. 
This will help us better tailor the podcast to fit your needs. There's a link on the Takuno Podcast website at the, on the uh, right-hand sidebar at the top. Click on it and uh, please take our survey. The information you provide will be collected anonymously. You know, we're not going to ask you for your email address or your, your name or anything like that. We're just kind of collecting general statistics on our listening audience uh, in general. You know, we're not going to be tracking individual people or anything like that. So please help us out. All right, it's time to get on to our review uh, wrap-up thingy of PMX 2011. Uh, unfortunately, I have to apologize for the less-than-stellar audio quality. The audio is not quite up to my usual standards. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, I couldn't use my regular audio setup. Instead, we needed to use my little field recorder. So you'll hear a little bit of background noise, but I think it's still quite listenable. Um, again, I apologize. Uh, for the next show, we should have our audio setup back to normal. So, here it is, our wrap-up slash review of PMX 2011. This is Donald here from Talking No Podcast, and we're back from PMX and finally able to record because uh, two days after I got back, I got hit with the con plague of doom, and uh, you probably hear, I still have a little, little bit of, of the cough. So I'm here with Chad Page. Hi. Uh, Michelle Avi, Kleinhaus. Avi and Michelle. Yeah. And Beep. Beep, Beep. So, so what do you guys think? It was fun. It was. It was fun. It, I, you know, it's first of all, it's. I like it because it's. It's more laid back. You know, yeah. more laid and and also that it encompasses the the more more parts of the the Asian you know Asian culture, Asian pop culture, Asian pop culture. And for uh, me, that is what I am all about. Is everything else that's not necessarily just anime. I like the Lolita stuff. I like the doll stuff. I like the music. Well, I yeah, like there was, everything. I mean, there was a pretty much do- Sunday. The whole of Sunday was pretty much yes. doll Sunday. It was it was doll Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday dolls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, we had, a, we had quite a doll table. It was so Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Um, but I think for the, the big thing, uh, the big the big surprise, really, and we only heard about this like two or three days before PMX was... George Takei. Yes. I did not get to meet him. I never found a chance. I didn't get to meet him either. Me neither. I wasn't there until Saturday. That's because we, he was scheduled opposite our podcasting panel. Oh, Oh, no. no. Is it okay for me to say that I shook his hand? Yes, it is. (laughs) Wait, you just said it. Unfortunately, um, uh, Beep and uh, Kevin, who's not here, uh, were on the Otakuno podcast staff, and they were available to cover the uh, Allegiance panel. So, um, and and we actually have video of it online. He said a lot of interesting things. Um, It was very poignant uh, when he was talking about the uh, uh, his experiences during the uh, you know the. the uh, internment era. Oh. Well, he and another panelist both talked about what it was like for them and for their parents. And um, there were a lot of memories. And he was kind of cute about it. He said when he was little and five years old, he thought it was really kind of interesting. But as when he got a little older and he knew what it was about, then it was, you know, very sad and... and, um, undoubtedly affected him deeply and he did see what his parents were feeling and um, of course he had a lot of really poignant is a good word he had a lot of insight into what went on and, and what the experience was for a lot of people and so that's what he is putting into this project it's a fascinating project and, uh, and it's something that I think 
Am I getting the correct impression that it's like not something that you know, a lot of people know about? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, I mean, I certainly knew nothing about it until I came to PMX, and um, I was really interested in the panel all asking us, particularly the, the man who's in charge of promoting it, to for all of us to help get the word out, to talk about it, to blog about it, to tweet about it, to you know, podcast about it, because they really want the word to get out there for a number of reasons. Um, it's going to be a very good production, but also it tells a story that America needs to hear mm-hmm. about the Japanese internment. And it's not something that most of us have really gotten a lot of information about in our coursework in schools. Well, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was part of my coursework in school. We had somebody mm-hmm. from uh, who had family that was in an internment, and they did an entire assembly about it. Oh, wow. But, um, I mean, it was still kind of limited information, but we kind of got the basic gist of it. Yeah, well, you thought more than most, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's like we were assigned the book Farewell to Manzanar, mm-hmm. but that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. yeah. And, then, and, and, you know, the fact is that there's a lot going on during that time. I mean, I mean there's, you know, legal, there were, you know, legal battles. There were, uh, you know, they, they, they basically lost all their property. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, the minute that they got carted off, you know, there were people looting their homes. And, and it was just yeah. a very dark period. Have you, have any of you been to the... The Japanese American Museum in Little Tokyo. Yeah, I've been. I haven't been there yet. Inside there, there is actually an actual barrack. Yes, from the internment camp. They rebuilt a barracks. They 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 took it apart and then they rebuilt it inside the museum, and it is. That's pretty haunting, I'd say. Yeah, it's like, uh, and this is what we do to our own citizens. I know, and it's like it's kind of. It's kind of eye-opening and kind of like, well, in a way, we were fighting against the Nazis and you know, Nazi Germany, and they were doing the same thing to their own. Yeah, it's like, we, you know, we have met the enemy, and the enemy is us. Yeah. 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 So, so. And if we don't learn from history, maybe we're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. yeah. So. I'd argue that we're on the edge of repeating it. That's yeah. a possibility, and it's really quite, it's frightening, it's overwhelming, uh, it's a lot to take in, but I think it's something that we all really need to learn about and feel more deeply about. And I think that the the production, the musical, is going to be a really good venue for um, for teaching about that. Where is that going? What is, where is that production going to be found? They said it's going to open in San Diego. Oh. There is a website. There's a Facebook page. Mm. And we'll definitely put the Facebook page and the other information. Links will be in the show notes, and also we'll link to our video of the event, which is also which is also on our YouTube channel. Want to thank George Takei for coming and for sharing his time with us and his deep insight. Um, it's always wonderful to get to hear him, and that was for me. It was a great surprise. I was thrilled. 
And I, I want to say one thing. It's okay to be take. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, this was a, a, a unique uh, um, experience for us to talk in a podcast because uh, this this last year, um, you know, it was like the, the press thing was kind of low-key. This year, um, they were actually doing some outreach to, to oh, yeah. some of the press organizations. Uh, we, the, were, we were staff. We were. They were. Bas- they basically gave us uh, staff badges. In in, in essence, uh, we were uh, media services, uh, and we which pretty much meant, meant that we had kind of more or less free reign of the place. I tried not to get drunk with power, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have done more. Think more unique things like I could have gone and like behind the scenes of Masquerade, I think. But you I you could have try. gotten to the fashion show earlier than we did, probably. But I guess you just kind of wanted to hang out with a poor old me. Uh, had my my measly lowly press bed. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't going to make a difference. They ran so late anyway. That that is true. That is true. Yeah. So. I don't know. Did did was was fashion show the only event that ran late or or, or, or oh no or there was late? there were I know the first city concert um, which I actually went to the first one they ran late because the opening band ran late because they got stuck in traffic LA. so they had to wait for them and Welcome then they had to, to wait for them to do their because um, I remember the girl she had uh, the lead singer when we were going to um, when we met up in the press area the press room I should say. She was just barely coming in and going, oh, where do, where do I go and all that. So, yeah, they were pretty late. So they had, they couldn't even start their um, sound check until that band came. Mm. So, Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. So when we were supposed to go in, they were just barely starting their sound check. So, um, yeah, I'd say things were running late. Uh, Which, uh, of course, you know, uh, bound to uh, bound to happen. In, in it's, any it's typical event, con, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I just don't know why you guys always have your panel opposite the most popular panels. Oh <laughs> it's, God, it's yeah. Same thing for us at Fandom Con, and then at Anime Expo, our panel was like at like un, some ungodly hour in the morning, but. People actually showed up. It was like, yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. And uh, I mean, we were, and also we were uh, on another panel. We were up against Danny Chu. Remember I that? I remember how you guys did it. <laughs> <laughs> the force was with us, I guess. Unfortunately, the internet was not with us during our uh, podcasting panel. That's oh, not oh good. God, no. that was. No. That was but, uh, but then again, we were able to show off. some stuff off. Yes. That, uh, we, we had a failsafe, which was yes. really good. Yes. So what I did is, uh, you know, for the feature reference, you know, if, if you're thing involves internet content you know download a copy locally you know or Absolutely. in our case you know we were, we were supposed to demo like how to use you know audacity to edit and how to like set up a skype call and stuff I actually took screenshots and inserted the inserted them into our slide presentation so like if the live demo didn't work you just you know switch to the screenshot and say here here's how you do it you know? yeah you don't want your panel to turn into what's basically an apple keynote yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. bad apple <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Besides, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't, I just can't do the turtleneck, turtleneck thing. I just, Try it's Horizon. Not, it's not <laughs> no, but uh, we, we had, we had some interested people at our podcasting panel as well as the photography panel. So, you know, thank you, thank you guys for coming. The, the show notes for both of those are up, so um, we'll link to those as well. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it went. 
surprisingly well. Yeah, one most excellent panel uh, was uh, was the uh, We Heart Japan panel. I, I was Shea. I was very very curious about that because you know. We, the We Heart Japan, it was, it's really amazing. It's like in less than a week after the, the, the Tohoku uh, earthquake, they got together an event that raised $7,500, which yeah. is quite a feat. And then they had another event uh, a couple uh, back in October, I believe, and, and uh, it, was a, it was a thing with uh, you know, a bunch of voice actors and some musicians. Yes, they and uh, they, they did a, a live script of uh of uh of uh bebop cowboy bebop yes which was awesome i wish i was there but uh you know and and it's like um i was really i I was really impressed with what what they were able to you know get together less than one week after the the disaster it's like yeah and uh, I, I just happened to have uh, the promotional video for uh, Pray for Japan, the film, on me, and the panel ran a little bit short, uh, a little bit early, so they were more than happy to put that on. So uh, when, when indeed. Mm-hmm. I thought you gave a great presentation, by the way, Michelle. With the, the doll Sunday, yeah. yeah, it went yeah. well. I think your presentation was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was totally it, white knuckles, scared, scared silly, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you if, if you were, you didn't seem like it. That's for sure. No, yeah. very professional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't even looked back at that video yet, so did I'm, somebody film it? I, we have it. We have. Oh, really? Uh, okay. It was the camera that had sound. Oh, okay. Yes. Good. Good. And, and also, good. and also, I shot. Um, I, I shot some off of my uh, my my Canon. By the way, I want to say something. Uh, Canon has. Wonderful camcorders. I, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, their uh, their DSLRs are magnificent. But you know, the uh, the I, I got one of their uh, consumer camcorders just recently. It's amazing what 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 money can buy these days. Yeah, and for the amount of money it costs for like you know a, a reasonable you know. Consumer grade camcorder. It's just beautiful. And the thing is, is that with uh, with with Canon, it's incredible how they're able to get a a wonderful film film like look. You know, I mean, even when even when the when when you have uh, a, a a dark you know uh, low light situation, uh, those those little those little uh, you know uh, blocky stuff in the in in the in, in the shadows and things like that. It's very filmic. It's very filmic. It looks like film grain. It's it's incredible. What model's your camera again? I uh, it's a Vixia HFR twenty. And yes, the affiliate link will be in the show notes. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you know, I just merchandising, merchandising. Yeah, you know, it's like Canon. If you want me to, if you want me Although to endorse. I really doubt- 
I really doubt there'll be an Otaku no Podcast, The Flamethrower. Yes. <laughs> oh, but kids would love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. <laughs> yeah, uh, the camera is 273 at Amazon. <laughs> yeah, 273 <laughs> at Amazon. It's amazing. It's, I mean, I looked at... That's, uh, that's, that's, less, that's less than I paid for it. And if you go through, uh, if you go through our, uh, our page, you can actually do some nice things for us because we get a little cut of it. Yeah, now, now that help us out here. <laughs> yeah, and like eighty percent of the reviews are four or five stars it's too. A, it's surprisingly yes. good, and it has an audio input jack, which, nice. which not very many audio uh, input and headphone jack. Yes, nice. So, um, the, you know, the uh, artist alley was it was bit, it was it was it looked pretty good. It looked it was pretty good. It had pretty solid. Uh, selection. Though my only complaint about that room was it was like unbearably hot for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that plus the dealer's it. room. Th- those two rooms were like, were like sweat too? boxes. Oh, yeah. The dealer's room, I didn't have too much problem with it. For some reason, it was just. It was small. And, uh, a lot of bodies. And it's, and it's funny, um, uh, my co-host Danny, uh, who, who, who unfortunately was not at PMX, he was at Anime Vegas instead, maybe we can get a report from him. Anyways, he had made comments in the past at like Anime Expo and stuff that the dealer's rooms at those conventions were, were starting to move less towards, you know, anime purchasing more towards character goods and cosplay stuff and that's even more pronounced at PMX because oh, yeah. you know because it's it's like I said earlier it's, it's more you know the the, the wide um, uh, you know wider Asian culture thing <clears throat> I think there was only one table there that was actually selling anime and one table selling manga the rest of it was you know H uh, Naoto had a big booth oh, yeah. um, a lot of a lot of costume uh, wig people the wig people were oh. there um <laughs> Um, you know, it was a small room, but but you know they they had they had some interesting stuff there. Mm-hmm. A masquerade or cosfest, as they call it. Yeah, there were some really outstanding acts yes. there. Yes, yes, there. Um, Princess Jellyfish. That yeah, that was the best in show. Oh. That was just amazing. The Beautiful. lights, the use of the light, the, the LED lights, and then oh, and then and then umbrella, and then yes. And then the rave, raver Hatsune Miku. Yes, rave Hatsune Miku. That was so awesome. That, that came out of nowhere. Of it was just, wow. That, Suddenly, a cost fest was a light show this year. That was made of win. And, yeah. and I'm still going through our cost fest, cost fest videos, and I'll be putting those up in the weeks to come as well. So check them out. Uh, another one I really liked was the, um, the Monica one. Which one was that? The Monica one. With the, where they have the big cutout Charlotte and then yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, and then the burp at the end was classic complaint though there is the positioning of the judges table yeah it was right, right smack in, front. in the middle it was kind of in the way it yeah hard, it, it was hard to I mean, film or take pictures exactly and you know if 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 maybe next you know I mean that, that that's just a regular room so you're kind of limited in what you could do but you know if, if they could find you know some way to like maybe move that off to the side a little bit for the next one that would be uh, eminently helpful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think I was the one filming. It was I, Chad, Chad? You were next to me. Was I the one filming? 
Cosfest? Yeah, well, um, I think one of, yeah, one of us was. Yeah, I think I remember. Our camera was like sort of in, in, uh, in, in back. Uh, we actually had, were able to get a good, uh, re- a reasonably good, good picture. I, I had the, uh, tripod up way, hu- way high. So we were able to mostly get the judges heads out of the I just, I just hope the camera I filmed with wasn't the fail camera. That no, that was, that was my camera. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that was, you. that was the good camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and fortunately, the 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 other camera that we used was not the fail camera either. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. Well, then again, if we had complete audio from a second camera, you could squish it. This is true. In fact, like maybe next time we you guys rent a camera, the audio could be tested first, and you could carry that around as a backup. Yes. Yes. The Zoom yes. H2 is an awesome gadget. Zoom H2. Yes. Another another plug. <laughs> yeah. So we're just have, pimps here. <laughs> they had the food trucks back this year. Yes, and did, I think they actually had more than one at any given time. I think. Um. They, did they? No. Did they did not. The first day was the takoyaki truck. The second and third day was the Hawaiian Filipino truck, I believe. Okay. Truck it's, Norris? Yes, Truck, truck Norris. Norris. <laughs> that has to be the best, I love that best name. food truck name I have ever seen. <laughs> best food truck name mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. So, were they were they Zerg like they were last year? Zerg rushed. Uh, um, not uh, not as much as last year. I mean, when when they had Kogi they last had year, that, I was in the line for Kogi last year. That was pretty insane. It was epic. Uh, they, had, they had the uh, the the food truck line in a really weird place. It was, was like it was going the through the through the uh, and it the, was like a wind tunnel through the catering there. area. You know, through the through the uh, the hotel the hotel only uh, you know uh, labyrinth of doom. Yeah, it was, really <laughs> it was really bizarre. It was. It's like in that alleyway between. The, the hotel and something else. It was that, that hotel is well. You know, they had to work around. That hotel has a really strange layout. They don't have yeah. a big sort of uh, parking lot out in the middle of out in the middle place like the like uh, place that Long Beach did. Or, yeah. or was it no Long Beach? Not Long, Pasadena. Sorry. Oh yeah. My brain. Um, so you know, I guess they, they did the best they could. I will and say I guess though, they're going to be they're they're going to be at that hotel again next year. Wait 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 what? They're they, going to be at Pasadena again. No, they're going to be at, the, at back at the LAX Hilton next year. Okay, yes. good. Because uh, oh god, Pasadena, I couldn't stand Pasadena. LAX LAX Hilton is also the same uh, hotel that they do Southern California Linux Expo at, and uh, it's a very overwhelming place. It's huge. And. Uh, one tip uh, for if if you're going to be at that hotel and you're you know covering you know, if you're co- if you're covering the event or even if you just want a better room um, when I checked when I did my reservation I got an email uh, the next day basically saying something like you can get a a, a uh, upgrade for like ni- for an extra nine bucks a night to a bigger room and I'm like okay and we and Chad. How big was the room? It was big. It was. It was Xbox huge. Huge. Yes, you could fit a few couple of Xboxes in. It. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and the original controllers. So, and so, Wii's. So definitely, no, Wii's are um, small. So definitely um, look into that. Um, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Sure. I don't think. 
Um, I don't. I don't have a Hilton's Hilton uh, rewards card. So yeah, it's like honors or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just something that they, they sometimes it's uh, a promotional promote. So thing, yeah. it's a, so it, it's it, it actually worked out well for us because we had over nine thousand pounds of equipment with us. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> that was a lot of there was enough room for like four or five cots in there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It would. Uh, were we, we saying at the time that it would have been a good room to have uh, uh, interviews? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, yes, oh, interviews, of filming interviews, it would just be... It, it would just they had that little couch area with the tables. That would yeah. Be yeah. It was bigger than the ones that they used for uh, oh, the AX. AX. I know, yeah. those rooms were like... Those were uh, pretty small. They were small and... And, the, and, uh, and having to yank our equipment out and make a clean getaway. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe next, next year yeah, Next we'll year take... I'm going to do the, do the Zoom thing. Yeah. That was, that was a tactical error on my part. <laughs> Yeah, panels. Uh, you know, we we talk about you know every con has its strong suit, and and panels are probably not. You know, I don't know. What do you think, Michelle? Well, I think they're getting better with panels this well, time around. I, I I think that it's getting better, and I mean they certainly. Uh, they, they certainly they certainly made a big splash with the uh, allegiance panel that because was, that was that, a win. that yeah. was total win. That was like you know like that was like a you know, last minute win. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And uh, also, I, uh, I I have to say, you know, they they got it together for the doll for for the doll track Definitely. just yeah. beautifully. Yeah, I mean, we had a nice big room. We had. All the equipment we needed. Mm. I had. Yes, they were able to get your equipment. To, yeah, to and they had an epic little. I mean, it was a little computer sound system, but it was epic sounding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. I, I had a segment that I had to show from uh, from uh, Danny Chu's Culture Japan show, and uh, the sound was beautiful. the The presentation excellent. And, uh, you know, I, I have to say they, they came through for us beautifully. So just, I, I rather liked how that nifty thing they did with the, the webcam on the yeah, computer. Yeah, the webcam on connected the computer. To the, connected to the projector. That was So you could see them restri- how they restring and face up. And um, it was a little hard to see at times. You couldn't, like, quite see the color on the, on the, on the doll's face or whatever. But I mean, it was a good idea. I think it can definitely be... Um, Perfected, but yeah. it was a good idea. You know, I wonder if it was actually as small as the new Beagle Bone, the smallest <laughs> computer in the world. I think it was an Acer. Oh, oh. it's like this. Yeah, yeah this oh. is. Yeah, I um, I, okay. More plugs for technology. <laughs> yes, we like never technology. have enough. That's why yes. we're, we're podcasters. I so. uh, yes, we like toys. <laughs> I usually do my uh, my my presentations off of my MacBook, and it's like my MacBook weighs five pounds, plus the uh, the the power adapter. That's another pound right there. However. This Acer Aspire One netbook that I have, uh, it weighs three pounds total, including the including the power brick, and it's just oh, I I used I used this to do my presentation, and it went off without a hitch. That was amazing. I did it mm-hmm. in Linux in Ubuntu. Uh, 
uh, Lucid Link's long-term uh, support. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like people say, well, uh, Linux never got anywhere on the desktop. And, uh, you know, in, in some respects, it really doesn't matter. But, you know what? It's not bad you know, for for doing presentations off of. I mean, uh, OpenOffice is a great program, and it was able to take my PowerPoint and just snarf it right in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and and the thing is, is it just weighs less. It's less of a hassle. It's this teensy thing that you don't have to, you know. I mean, a a regular laptop, it's, it's funny how it's all evolved. It's like... People, as a rule, now have laptops on their desk, and these mini laptops, you know, are taking the place of laptops. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I, I I ran the presentation off of my netbook, and uh, I was I was absolutely thrilled. Thank you, Intel. Thank you. Uh, Acer and Asus for coming up with the idea, and 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 thank you Ubuntu. Yeah. So let's see. Um, odds and ends. Uh, you know, I have to say that their uh, press out- outreach was was pretty cool. I met a lot of cool people, Paula, Paula and Todd. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, They're great nice. guys. Yes. great people. We have they they actually came up. Uh, driving up back from Thanksgiving, they they stopped in and uh, picked up our footage, and we had a really nice dinner. And they're they're nice. They're really nice people. Yes. And and yes. and we're we're already starting to you know they're actually at soliciting advice from me about how they could improve their procedures next year in terms of getting footage from from participating uh, members. And you know it's 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 really cool. So and they, they think they're going to keep us in the loop. And uh, no wonder you were media services. <laughs> Yes, well, well, we had some we had some good other people involved. Uh, mm-hmm. The folks from uh, uh, Codename Epic. Yes, yes, yes. Great, uh, great guys. Great podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you, you, sorry, you ran into you actually ran into them at uh, Kamikaze the week before, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, that was funny. That was really funny. And actually, I should say something about Kamikaze because yeah, yeah. it's go for it. It's got great potential they have lots and lots of connections they just need a better location well they 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 can't do it in kentia hall let me let me explain about the la convention center you know you have south hall you the the you know you have the 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 big hall that was used as the exhibit hall for for anime expo and uh, it's actually a fairly easy space. It's uh, you know it's like it's huge, and they had carpet down, and it was noisy, but the noise was contained. Kentia Hall, on the other hand, is a hall that also doubles as extra extra space for parking. So it's kind of built. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of built like a parking structure. Fail. That's so weird. And so, so, you know, you don't have any sound deadening going on in there. It's loud. It's freaking loud. And you have 
the attempt to just cordon off certain areas of the room and use that for panels. You can't do it that way. You have sound leaking in from everywhere. It's noise pollution. Yeah. I would not have enjoyed that. Oh God, you would have. You would have been absolutely apoplectic. You would have climbing up the walls. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'd have been like, okay, where's my car? <laughs> yeah. It's it's like you know, and and they had a all that reunion. And they had it in the main area they cordoned off in Kentia Hall. And the noise from that event, because they had uh, they had amplified music and stuff, that was like leaking all over the place. And uh, but it, it's like you know those are those are the weaknesses. The strengths are that they have people like Stan Lee, Elvira. You know, uh, Tippy Hedren, you know, all these, you know, really, you know, uh, you know, there, there were lots and lots of people, you know, from Hollywood who were there and, uh, and, and, you know, from, from the whole, uh, uh, genre, you know, like horror film and so forth. Uh, the trauma people were there. Uh, there was a huge area for people to get uh, get get uh, get autographs. And yeah, you have to pay for them. But sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, the uh, stars involved are really good and donate some of that money to charity. Uh, there were tons and tons of people. With merch there, there was a big gaming area, and it. But the thing was that they tried to cram it in one space, and you can't do it. The next time you do this, you know, get some get some more backing, get some more money, get on Kickstarter if you have to. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, Kickstarter. Yeah, get some get some money into this so you can actually use some of the rooms in. Uh, the LA Convention Center because there's plenty of room, plenty of places. I mean, uh, they did actually did use one room for like the big events, like uh, Stanley, uh, Jonan Vasquez, the guy who did yes. Invader Invader Zim. Uh, they they had that in an actual in an actual uh, uh, conference room, you know big one uh but yeah it's like you know don't try to cram it into that 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 noisy space next time yeah, think of you know fail i think mean of the children yes, it's <laughs> yes, like, like like little justin here <laughs> yeah it's yes. it's like uh you know and, and and one of the nice things i should say about kamikaze is that this was a place this was a, a, a general-purpose geek con, comics, horror, whatever, uh, that you would not have a hard time bringing kids to because it was very, uh, it was very family-friendly. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it, it's kind of like uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con on Sunday. You know, it, it's it, it was done as a kid friendly. Th- it was done as a kid friendly thing, and uh, and yeah, it's like. Uh, you know they yeah they can do this 
you know, it's like uh, it's like uh, you know the second uh, the, the second time that uh, that Southern California Linux Expo uh, was around. They actually uh, they actually did stuff in uh, in West Hall and above West Hall. They could do that there. Oh sure. You know, just you know. I mean, I understand. I understand what you're trying to do, but just you know, use more. I mean, consider the crowds. I mean, they had a, had huge crowds for this event because they held the line on price. It was twelve dollars a day to get in. Nice. They held the line, and if you if you went through. Uh, I think it was Eventbrite or something like that. You, they had a special deal going, and I went through there. Although I wound up with with press passes, so I basically made a donation to uh, the, the 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 future health of uh, of, of of Kamikaze. You know, it, it 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 has the makings of something really good. And we need a con like this. I am sure that uh, Hollywood, looking to do genre, you know, launch genre uh, movies and whatnot. I'm sure they're, 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 I'm sure that Comic Con is starting to get real old because it, it, it's it's so hard to go. You know, it's. Yep. To, to get there, there. Yeah. you know the 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 traffic is 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 incredible, and it's metastasized into this huge event. You know, yeah. This is a this is a geek con that Hollywood should embrace, that Hollywood should support, because it's hometown, it's home turf. Come on, Kamikaze could be great. Yeah. Just needs more people behind it pushing hard and even more importantly, needs more money behind it. Mm. So back, back to PMX, you know, they I think they did a good job running the event. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, obviously you're going to have things like, you know, your, your, your band arriving late because of traffic and, you know, other na- natural delays, you know, late event, late starts that happen. But I think they still managed to pull off a very enjoyable event. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the location was was good. It's more central. Uh, you know, it, it was easy for, for re- relatively speaking, for Michelle to get there because you know there's the whole uh, the Amtrak system and then that links into the, the Flyway bus that links it. You know, that and all that. I I could get there myself if I had to. We we ended, we ended up driving, but you know, you know what I'm saying, right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Um, the hotel, I thought, I thought it was big enough to, for PMX. There was, you know, that that big lobby area with the little seating areas and stuff. And there, there, I saw, you know, cosplayers making creative use of the stairways, you know, for photo ops. And although sometimes it, that that made it the uh, people nervous, uh, the, the the people from Hilton were kind of starting to get a little nervous with that. I I, I didn't really detect any major clashes between hotel and, and no. PMX. No, no, they no, were not, very it wasn't like passing, you know, where there was. Definitely, definitely a clash between the two. Pathogen uh, was just they weren't expecting what it was. Security was yeah. Security at Pasadena was just um, they were a bit frightening, and they were trying their best to be intimidating. And yeah, I got I got kind of a, a strange vibe at Pasadena. Yeah, it was just it didn't seem right. Something no. just didn't seem right there. Yeah, there was a disturbance in the force. Yes. 
I thought it went uh, went very well. It was very enjoyable. Uh, definitely looking forward to going going again next year. Um, you know, it's definitely a, a hangout con and a cosplay con. I thought. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's some some pretty some some good uh, photo areas. I, I noticed they had the Annie Annie guys with their photo booth, which was really mm-hmm. cool. You know, they're basically giving out free uh, digital, you know, digital uh, shots and, and stuff. Awesome! It yeah. was hard competing for shots with the other photographers, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this like you'll true. you'll get those certain photographers that just want to be right in the front and like block everybody else, and it's just, uh, and they have lenses that have huge range. Hey. They have L lenses, <laughs> like. Donald here has an L lens. Yeah, but at least I stood in back. <laughs> no, I wasn't complaining about you. I was complaining that they're not using their equipment well. Yes, they must use the use the tools. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think I, I don't know. I think I think that I thought I thought it was a good fit with the Hilton. What you what, what about you guys? Yeah. I think so too. I think yeah. so I mean, too. The Hilton. I mean, I the don't. In, in some respects, I really don't like the neighborhood. I really don't like LAX. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, sketchy, chaotic and sketchy and uh, you know, there are some people that you wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley, but uh, it's like uh, you, you really don't have to deal with that very much. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, basically at a con, you're staying in the hotel the whole time that's if you the, have that's room the there. Benefit of, For the of, most of part, I, I, I commuted from my grandparents' house, but... Well, if you have a room. If you have a room, yeah. Right. But, I mean, it was still not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I strongly suggest if you go to one of the cons that are in that area, uh, just, you know, definitely get a room at the hotel. I mean, Mm. I was lucky in that uh, I have a relative who lives out that way. Thank you, Cousin Brad. You are awesome. Uh, But, uh, you know, most people don't have that advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, so do yourself a favor. Take advantage of the con rates for hotels. Yeah. Go in with a whole bunch of people. People that you know, though. People Mm -hmm. that you know. And just uh, and and just have have a wonderful time and you know considering the fact that we had rain during con, yeah. uh, it's like it was nice to like kind of have a base of operations where you didn't have to go anywhere. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, let's order some pizza. Exactly. Yeah. Which is exactly what we did. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Fun. So uh, one thing I forgot to mention is another event that I really enjoyed was was the the Robotech roast uh, of Sir Richard Epcar. It was freaking hilarious. Uh, these are like this old... was not uh, this was not for children. No, definitely not for children. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. I mean. <laughs> Imagine you know a whole group of you know old school voice actors and voice actresses who've obviously known each other for you know years and years who who've you know who've who've been in many productions together and oh it was just I mean they were riffing off each other and it was just <laughs> it was hilarious and I really I, I really wish we could have gotten audio from that one but. <laughs> Alas, oh no! That was the ca- that was the doomed camera that we used. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, it was, it was funny. Okay, and definitely not for kids. But 
they actually raised a significant amount, a significant amount of money uh, for uh, the lupus uh, charity. Oh, oh nice. good, which awesome, I was really cool. That's uh, that's really really good and yeah. really really important. Absolutely. So, should we uh, should we talk about uh, our own personal? Uh, 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 Stuff that we like, uh, you know, go around the room. Sure. Okay. Uh, I want to I, I p- I, I basically draw your attention to uh, something that needs a little bit more attention. Uh, there is a web series that is just really good. I mean, all, all of you wonderful people who, uh, who, who have, have discovered and enjoy uh, uh, Danny Chu's uh, Culture Japan, uh, if you want more, if you want something that's maybe a little bit edgier and, and, and a little bit more uh, irreve- irreverent, uh, check out Otakuverse Zero. And uh, it's available on uh, Crunchyroll, and it's available on YouTube, and uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the people from KZ Station in Japan put it out, but it's in English primarily, and uh, the hosts are uh, Patrick uh, Macias, who is just, you know, Awesome guy. Who's also the news editor for Crunchyroll, I believe. Yeah, news editor for Crunchyroll. And uh, Yu Asakawa, who is one of the premier voice actresses. But uh, she's also she also has uh, one advantage over a lot of them in, in that she is pretty much bilingual uh, English-Japanese. And she, uh, she she's uh, very much... Involved with this, and she's funny, and she, oh, they play off each other. They play brilliantly. off each other brilliantly, and uh, it's like uh, you know the the most recent episode that just came out. Uh, they they were there at a uh, dubbing session for a new anime that's coming out, and uh, and and she very kindly showed us what. Her work actually is like, you know, being a, a voice actress. Cool. And cool. Uh, you know, it, it, it was it was quite cool. And you know, there it, when I when I checked out that link, there weren't many hits on it. And it's like this is a wonderful show, and it we needs spread the word. We need to spread the word Absolutely. about it because this is a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, it's it's a little bit more on the edgy side. It's uh, it's more on the funny side. Lots of stuffs played for laughs. Oh yeah. And uh, you know you'll you'll it's love it. It's a lot of fun. You'll love it. And uh, we've got to give thanks to Patrick who hooked me up with the early beta of Komipo. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm. I still would like to uh, see what's uh, what's what with Kamipo. They're doing a lot of interesting stuff, and now they're, 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 their next release, they're going to have a full 3D character importer, so you can use like like 3D packages to actually make your own characters. Yeah, I, I believe uh, I believe SketchUp would be able to uh, create buildings for objects it. and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 and that, and that that's a 
free, uh, you know, free software. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, Comipo is not free in any sense of the word. Uh, but it's, it's a fun program. It's a fun program, and you know, unlike uh, Comic Life, which I I use with photos a lot. Uh, it, it actually works with 3D models, so you're able to do things with perfect, uh, perfect perspective and right. ang- camera angles and mm-hmm. lovely things like that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, there's so much amazing technology that if you want to do something, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. It's like uh, it's like. The, the barriers to entry to getting into any sort of media right now mm. are so low. It's like I'm it's talking amazing. about uh, I'm talking about this cheap uh, consumer grade camera that puts out professional looking uh, video. You know, it's like you know, inexpensive computers, inexpensive video equipment, inexpensive little devices that can record us. Uh, you know, podcasting, whatever. The 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 basic take home message is what we do is so, the barriers to entry now are so low. Yeah, which there is, is no excuse, folks. Be the media. Hey, that's be that, you know, that's I stress that in our podcasting panel. It you is know, very can... it's very important, especially now uh, in in these times where mainstream media is sort of compromised in some regards by by powerful interests we need to be the media and i'm not just talking about entertainment here folks we need fearless young people going out there and doing it you know it's like uh you know, I, I made the observation that uh, there, there's this wonderful series from the early 80s called Max Headroom. And uh, you had this this heroic, you know, media guy, you know, uh, running out there with his, with his camera and broadcasting to Network 23. Network 23 is YouTube. Network 23 is Twitter, Network 23... Uh, Justin.tv, Ustream. Yeah. We are in that future that that show envisioned. And the and and the barriers to entry are are so low that nobody would have believed it. It's really that can be big time television without the bus. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, and you don't need, you don't need the uh, the uh, mohawk either. <laughs> right, right. That's good. I I just don't see myself. <laughs> no, uh, no mohawk and me don't do not mix. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, anyways, but anyway, yeah, you can be the yeah. media, and, and just just do it. Just do it. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. We okay. can be ninety nine percent of the media. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, that seems like we've launched into the picks part of the show, and uh, I've got a couple. Uh, and because you know, in the spirit of PMX being not just an anime con, I'm, my, I, my my picks are going to be not just anime, although there will be anime. Uh, one of my favorite series has just been released on Blu-ray, um, and that's Clannad. And I have talked, uh, I have waxed eloquently in the past on this podcast about my great love for another series done by the same people who did Clannad, Canon. And, um, 
Clonadas is just as good. I, as some might argue, even better. It's just so. It's just it's just the series. Uh, just a really well done, funny, sad, uh, emotional. Just a, it's it's just a, a roller coaster ride. Um, and from I don't actually have the Blu-ray yet, but I've seen the Japanese Blu-rays, and they are superb. And uh, from what I've everything I've read about the uh, English Blu-ray release, it's it's just as good. So check it out. Um, let's see. Friends. In the uh, <laughs> in the uh, fan sub realm, I have been absolutely enamored with a series that's really flown under the radar for most people called Mawaru Penguin Drum. Yes, I love it series. It's, isn't it awesome? It is amazing. This is when I gotta see that. I you gotta got, see that. I, I'll, I'll hook you up. If I have the if, first couple of episodes already. Cool. I just haven't watched them. But, uh, if you it, like to give yourself you, some metaphors and fabulous Metaphors and, and you know, it, Michelle, you've talked about mind frack anime, your love mm-hmm. of that genre. Mm-hmm. This is definitely uh, mind frack. This is it. Um, let me put it to this way. The, 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 well, the principal force behind it is the guy who did uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Uh, and, you know, it starts out as... Basically, the, there's these two brothers, uh, and I forget their names, uh, but what they're they're like kind of like almost like polar opposites of each other. One of them is like kind of cold and uh, you know calculating, not evil, but you know basically he kind of like do anything to to uh, you know the ends justify the means kind of guy, and the other brother is is like this you know basically goody you know do, goody. Goody kind of guy, uh, and they have this sister Himari, um, who basically has been is very ill, and she dies. Except that she comes back to life thanks to this penguin hat that the two brothers <laughs> the two brothers got for her at a uh, at a uh, a um, uh, a uh, amusement park that they that they visited shortly before she died. And the the when when she wears this hat, she gets taken over by this this spirit. Uh, who basically is searching for this thing? We don't really, we, we don't really know what it is. Called the Penguin Drum, um, and I mean, there's uh, Noaro Penguin Drum. It gets it, it gets weird. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would say so. It just gets weirder and weirder, and every theory you end up with. It gets thrown out the window each episode. It, it definitely <laughs> keeps you guessing, exactly. and that's the kind of show I like. Uh, yeah. and, and like I said, this one really kind of flew under the radar for most of the anime, anime bloggers out there. Uh, and uh, But the ones that did catch on to it, man, it sparked a, a lot of discussions. Has it been licensed Unfortunately, yet? no. No, it hasn't. It has not, and, and, that's, that's, and that's very sad. It needs to be yeah, done. It seriously I mean, does. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but Chad, you'll have to put on a few episodes for her. All right. Uh, finally, uh, I have a streaming pick, and as you guys know, we're Crunchyroll affiliates. So uh, if you sign up through us, we will get a little cut, and we we pre- really appreciate that. Yeah. So um, I, I, I actually just finished this series right before coming to PMX, and it's called Steins Gate. Oh yes. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very well done. It's you know it's 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 a really well done sci-fi anime. Not hard, it's hard sci-fi. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about time travel, but you know, I'm the ty- I, I am the type of person who loved every single 
Star Trek episode <laughs> where they dealt with time travel uh, and and Steinsgate on the edge of forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Steinsgate is really well done. It might turn you off at first because the main lead character se- may seem to you like a total goofball, mm-hmm. uh, but. His character does develop in oh, the yeah. series. Quite a bit. And it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those series where um, it'll get you on the edge of your seat. Absolutely. Uh, once things start to get really serious. Yeah. Ooh. It takes a couple episodes to build up. So, you know, I know, I know a lot of, some people, you know, say, they say, you know, I almost dropped it because, you know. Yeah. And, and it's it, a series that quite literally comes for full circle once you get to the <laughs> Literally. End. Yeah. Very yeah. literally comes exactly. full circle. Exactly. Oh. Um, so definitely check it out. It's on Crunchyroll, and uh, as I said, you know, sign up through our link, and, and you know, we'll, we'll be eternally grateful. Okay, last pick is a non-anime pick, and it's a book that I absolutely adore called Ready Player One. Um, it's written by Ernest Klein, and it's a story. No relation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a story about uh, basically think. Um, like World of Warcraft times a million, or like the metaverse in in, in Neil Stevenson's from Neil Stevenson's um, Snow Crash, except Ooh. times a million. Basically, um, this huge virtual world called Oasis. That is this kind of like Oz in uh, in in. Yes, except it's a lot more. It's fully immersive. I mean, they have these like full on VR suits and and stuff. Uh, but basically, it's a story. This this. Story Sort of is rich eccentric uh, video game designer who's obsessed with 80s pop culture um, created this world and he died and in his death in his will he basically said I have hidden this 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 extremely powerful uh, basically an Easter egg uh, where you have to solve these three pu- extremely tough puzzles to get to it and n- naturally being obsessed with 80s pop culture they, they center around that and basically it's about this guy um, uh, who kind of you know these these puzzles were so hard that nobody has found them yet but this one guy just literally stumbles across one just in a flash of insight and and things sort of take off from there and you know there's this race you know because you know, everybody thinks oh this is some big treasure it's, it's worth like you know over nine thousand dollars or you know and so there's this big rush uh, across the globe for people you know to uh, you know try to find the answer to these puzzles and um it's it's like a total nostalgia trip i i grew i'm, I'm a child of the 80s i grew up went to high school you know junior high that during that era, and there are so many references, pop culture references, music, films, uh, TV series, uh, that is, it's just, it literally took me back. I mean, any, any medium that can go from Monty Python and the uh, Holy Grail to, you know, war games and, uh, uh, and, uh, oh, what, what else to do? Uh, just any, anything and everything in between. Very, very well done, and especially you know if you're in, even if you're not into audiobooks, I'd really recommend getting the audiobook for this one because it was read by Will Wheaton. Yes, that Will Wheaton. He did a fantastic job, and this book was—I mean, this book was like made for him to read. <laughs> you know, you know, Will, you know, Will's this—you know, Will's a total—you uh, know, total '80s video game nerd. 
Uh, so Ready Player One is available on Amazon and Audible, and uh, it'll be in our show notes. I guess for this season, what I'm watching, I'll, I'll go with my main two, is Gotha uh, Chihayafuru, which Ooh. is... Um, it was I kind of added on like a last minute kind of thing when I was going through what shows I would watch this season, and I thought, you know, I, I'll give this a try. And I'm really happy I picked it up because at first I was. It has to do with the world of Karuta, which is a card game having to do with poems that you have. To, it's kind of a memory game, and um, it's just it's really intense. Um, is this the same game that was in Summer Wars? Uh, no. No, that's Koi Koi, which is actually using uh, a cards that I, I, I recognized because they're also using a Korean game called Hato. Yeah. But, I actually blogged about um, it last year. At first, I, I, it had kind of that sports genre feel to it, but um, and usually I'm not really into sports um, anime, but um, it... For me, it seemed like much more than that. It, the the art style has a very shoujo-esque look to it. Mm. The relationships between the characters are definitely interesting. Um, I just I, I highly recommend it. It's it's more than meets the eye. It's more than what um, what you would read about it. It's it's just it, it's one of those things. It's hard to really explain. You just gotta watch it and kind of appreciate it. Um, check that out. And um, my. Uh, second one. What was my second one? Mirai Nikki. I started reading the manga, although not long before I started re- watching the series, but, um, this is a pretty, pretty graphic, though not as graphic as most, uh, series I watched. Um, it's about this boy who, for some reason, knows the, uh, I guess, I think he's the god of time and space, I think. Um, if I remember correctly, it might be wrong. But, um, and he always kept a diary on his cell phone. And it was just based on his random observation. Just, like, I'm going to uh, skip over this rock, or I'm going, you know, or I'm going to do this, or I saw this today, or, you know. Very, sim- very simplistic. And, um, one day, this god tells him that he's going to do something and he's going to put him in, in this game. Huh. And the game is basically, um, Mirai Niki meaning, it means future diary, by the way. Basically, there's 12 people competing against each other. Only one can win. The one who wins becomes the new god. And so you've got all these diary holders, and each person has a unique diary. Each one has a certain ability. His is kind of the observation diary. Uh, but throughout this, you've got Yuno, who is this... I'm not even sure I can really call her Yandere, because she is Yandere to the ninth... Just to the... Over 9,000 hours. <laughs> she's, she's the super ultra mega yandere. Yeah, she um, she's pretty much serial obsessed. killer. We don't, I don't, we don't know that yet. There was a point in time where um, spoilers here, but um, he found dead bodies in her house. I and, see dead people. Yeah, he just found random dead 
decaying bodies in her house, and she was like, oh no, you saw it. And he just booked it out of her house, <laughs> and it was like, oh crap. Run away, run away. And she followed him home, and she looked at the little mail hole and, and said, Yuki. And like, it was just, it was very ultra creepy. Um... It, it, it's it's definitely a creepy series. It's it's just it's it's got a lot going on, and but not in a bad way. It's 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 interesting. It's, mm. it's the it'll be interesting to see how it plays out once it gets to once you get the final few diary holders, because so far they've already killed a lot. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they fight over and because you know her. It's very hard to gauge what her intent is because she's very obsessed with the boy and insists they're lovers and hers hmm. her diary is all about him. Like completely just information about him and what what's going to happen to him and and so so on and so so forth. Um so it's going to be interesting to see if it's just them two at the end. Mm. How that's gonna play out? Yeah, <laughs> because I'll say. Her, her, she, she says her intent is to to, to keep him safe and um, and um, help him win. But I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> I don't know. It, it, bitch, be shady. I don't know <laughs> something like that. So nice boat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or Psychano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, she it's, kept him it's, safe, but it's, there. it's definitely a bit of a thriller, a bit of a horror. Cool. Um, it's, it's a cool series. Excellent. I recommend it. Okay. Well. um... If any, I don't know if you guys, any of you guys have anything, any plugs, but I have a couple of things I'd like to quickly plug here at the end. Um, we, of course, we are now entering into the holiday shopping season, mm. and that means two things. First of all, that means uh, if you got, if you intend to do any shopping at Amazon, please use our affiliate links because, well, I mean, Amazon literally has everything under the sun, and you know, you, you don't have you can to you, do all your shopping. You don't have to go outside. You don't have to fight the crowds at the mall. You know, have it even delivered to the gift recipient in question. Absolutely. And of course, we get a little cut. <laughs> yes. So and there you go. You don't have to bring your pepper spray to to, to get at the things you want. Exactly. And the second, the second thing is that this year once again will the the twelve days of Christmasu will be returning. <laughs> so starting on the fourteenth, uh, I will be picking a random product every day, uh, something for the otaku, either yourself or somebody you know, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be posting those. Uh, my second uh, announcement is that uh, well, of course you guys know that I. Uh, wrote the Otaku no Podcast app for the iPhone. It's in the App Store. But I have a new app that's now in the, the App Store called Song Tweeter. This is my first, uh, well, well, my second uh, ever iPhone app. And basically, it lets, it lets you share what music you're listening to on Twitter. And uh, it's a free app. It's ad-supported. So go check it out. Uh, I also want to plug the fact that uh, yeah I yeah I plugged the heck out of that uh, that documentary I did uh, that I was a part of. Uh, but it's but it's it's such a good thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yes, it's worthy. Uh, you know, uh, pray for Japan. The film uh, we are getting ready to put some clips up on YouTube and Vimeo. Cool. And uh, this will be your first chance. To see 
bits and pieces, like our, our, our promotional video, which has been played to death, uh, uh, that I would say that 50% of the footage in that actually made it in, and some of it wound up on the cutting room floor, some of it was just done for the PV, uh, but anyway, we're actually going to be taking bits and pieces of the film and making them available and, you know, hopefully getting your appetites wet for uh, a release this coming year. Nice. Uh, and, you know, it's like we had a couple of setbacks, uh, you know, with, the, uh, with, with a couple of... Uh, uh, a couple of things, but that's all been dealt with, and uh, you know we're 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 moving forward here, and uh, we hope to get get some more information out so that the next time I speak to you, I'm not going to be speaking in such uh, uh, generalizing. You know, I, I will have like an actual hopefully have an actual thing to point to and say that we're going to be premiering at this film festival. Nice. And then hopefully after that, you know, it's, 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 it's happen. It's all happening. And, uh, you um, know, just, I gotta, I gotta ask since it's local to me, have uh -huh. you tried Santa Barbara film festival? I'm sure that's on the list. Uh, I, I don't want to say anything further because the person who's, you know, basically uh, running around and plus pressing the flesh and trying to get things happening at Stu, and he knows the, he knows the most about it. Mm. And uh, I don't want to be stepping on his toes, but yeah, uh, you know, Santa Barbara Film Festival, L.A. Film Festival, uh, those are two biggies. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tribeca is a big one on the other side of, uh, of, of the country. Uh, and we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed. That's awesome. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, another thing is that, you know, we, we talked a lot about some ideas that I had rattling around in my brain. And he's been like, uh, you know, push, 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 you know, uh, just encouraging me to move forward on it. And right now I'm in pre-pre-production on something that I am doing on my own called uh, Linux Comes of Age. That's the working title. And it's going to be a documentary about Linux. It's going to be done on a super no-budget basis. So uh, this may take a while. And, uh, you know, and, and hopefully I'm going to be bringing in some really good friends to help me get this together. But, you know, the, the, the basic premise is that, you know, maybe Linux didn't win the desktop, but in a lot of very important respects, it's already won. And we're going to show you exactly why. And, uh, we're going to be celebrating uh, the 21st anniversary of the release of the first kernel. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this is going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to start uh, filming at scale 10x, which is uh, next month. And Sweet. All right. Well, um, hopefully the next time you'll hear from us is, uh, I don't know, I, I'm planning on going to Anime LA. How about you guys? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> if, 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 if 
I have the money for it because you don't get in free for press at ALA as far as I know. Mm. So that's kind of it'll be harder for me to. Yeah, I've already got my uh, my my membership. Cool. All right. Well. Um, Hey, uh, uh, one final, final, final note. This is also the end of the year coming up, and, and of course, once again, we're going to be doing our year in review anime style. So look for that uh, last week of December, first week of January. All right. All right. Oops. So that's it. Sayonara, Johnny. Bye bye. Well, there you have it. We really enjoyed PMX. It's definitely a hangout con, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. You know, it's very, very laid back, very relaxing, provides a great place for people to meet up with their friends and their acquaintances and stuff. It's really cool. Definitely looking forward to next year. I did forget to mention that uh, I was really impressed with the PMX schedule this year. They actually had an app that you can download for your smartphone that had the full PMX schedule on it. They used a program called Guidebook that actually a lot of anime cons are starting to use nowadays. Um, Otakon used it this year. Uh, Comic-Con used it. Uh, anime Los Angeles used it. It's something that I really like and that I really hope more conventions uh, start to adopt because we have our phones with us pretty much all the time. And a lot of times it's easier, more convenient, faster to just whip out your phone and you know look up something rather than having to dig through your bag and find your paper schedule and you know and you know by then there's probably been like 20 schedule changes and events have moved around and stuff i think having the scheduling on your phone is really handy Um, i'm going to try and get an interview with the guidebook uh, app people because this is something that i really want to start spreading the word about because i hope that more conventions start to adopt it Finally, my co-host Michelle had some criticisms about Kamikaze and their um, less-than-ideal room situation. Fortunately, it seems that they are very much aware of this problem and are working to resolve it for next year's event. A note that's posted on their website stated that in 2012, they'll have proper panel rooms, programs, floor charts, and all the other little things that were not available or that they ran out of this year. They fully acknowledge that this year was definitely less than ideal and that it was a learning experience for them and that they'll make it better next year. So, yay! And that does it for this episode of Talk No Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, got something to say to us? Maybe you went to PMX and have your own uh, thoughts on the subject? Let us know. Email us. You can email us to feedback at otakunopodcast.com. We have a contact form. We've got a voicemail line. We can, you can ping us on Twitter and Facebook. There are many ways to contact us, and all those can be found on the Contact Us page. Remember also that between podcast episodes, I do post on the website, or at least I try to. Um, so, you know, if, if a thought crosses my mind, or if I have a review, or if I want to talk about something, I'll blog about it. So keep an eye on the Talking No Podcast website. Be sure and also keep an eye on us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, I post a lot of things there as well. And, of course, there's also our Tumblr account, which I use to post, you know, funny anime screenshots or videos, cool videos that I find on YouTube or that sort of thing. So keep an eye on those. We wish all of you the best for this holiday season. Until next time, sayonara, Johnny.